Have you ever heard questions such as, Why is God so harsh in the Old Testament but more loving in the New Testament? Or, Why is there no grace in the Old Testament? So on this episode, I tried to answer these questions by looking specifically at Old Testament texts that show the grace of God and His love for humankind and also showing that God does never change. He is immutable. So I found that the best place to start is probably just in Genesis where it all started. Uh, In Genesis 3 to be exact, so after Adam and Eve have sinned, we see that um, they finally, their eyes are open and they realize that they are naked and then they take like leaves and try to cover themselves. But God takes, decides to take an animal kill it and use a skin to cover their their shame now also in the same chapter right in verse 15 not only does god uh, take an animal sacrifice that animal to cover them but it also gives a promise of salvation so in this regard we see that there is grace in the sense that god does not um, kill them they do not die remember that god says that if they eat of the tree of good and evil they will surely die now this death can be both physical and spiritual so there is yes spiritual death in the sense that they are separated from god but there is no physical death they do not die physically so sin had uh, to be punished by death so god does not punish them instead he takes an animal and sacrifice kills it covers their shame and not only does he do that but it also gives a promise of salvation and redemption he says in genesis 3 15 talking to the snake he says i'll put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel so God makes a promise in telling um, in, in, in that same situation where Adam and Eve have sinned, but God is not seen as uh, an gracious God. Only he is loving, kind, and still just in the sense that he does punish evil, but he also shows grace. So he shows grace. He gives a promise of salvation and redemption in the future. And this promise we know that was uh, concerning Jesus Christ. We move on just a few chapters after that. We in Genesis 6 we see now this is a generation of Noah now. Um, and at this time people have become wicked. People have um, they, they, don't, they don't worship God, they don't listen to God, they don't they just are in their wickedness to the point that it grieves God to have created humankind. Just imagine how evil and how much even wickedness was going on to the point that God is grieved that he has created man however we see that um, Noah finds favor in the eyes of God so we see that um, Noah did uh, did not 
uh, deserve this, right? Because there's nothing that a person can do that will earn the favor or the grace of God. It's simply is unmerited. It's God. It's all on God. He's the one who looks up on a person and and he finds favor in that person, right? So we see that he did not merit this, but God shows grace to those who do not deserve it. And so other passages that we can read, we can read in Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 17. It says, They refused to obey and were not mindful of the wonders that you performed among them, but they, stif- but they stiffened their neck and appointed a leader to return to their slavery in Egypt. But you are a God ready to forgive, gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and did not forsake them. Uh, in this time, you see, it's um, those who had gone into uh, slavery back at the time uh going to babylon now they're coming back um so we see that they come back and they read the law of god and they are uh, astonished and amazed and they get up and start singing the song to god and here they're saying about how the people of israel they refuse to obey god so god saves them from slavery egypt brings them into the promised land uh, well even though in their journey they were still stiff stiff stiffened stiffened yeah so they stiffened their neck and all that and they were rebellious against god but god continues and remembers the promise that he had made to their ancestors right so god uh, continue, uh keeps the promise that he made to their ancestors they come back into the land uh, i mean they come into the promised land and they dwell there they um they act rebelliously we see the judges rise up to save the people from bondage uh, from their enemies and then we see there comes a time when they want now a king and god gives them soul and then later on there's david and solomon and then all the other kings that come after that so we see that through all of the all of this god warns his people they go astray from him they come back they go astray they come back and god will warn them and he will tell them if you continue in this way you're going to go into um into exile and god's warning to his people is also a demonstration of god's grace and mercy here it says that he's slow to anger so god did not act immediately as well they worshiped other gods and god just acted immediately he would first warn them and send a warning before them and he just told them when uh they were going uh, when they were in the in the wilderness he told them like that when you get into the promised land be careful to obey me to obey my laws and my commandments that i give you today do not uh worship idols like the nations that you're going to drive to drive through out of that land do so god tells them do not do this uh do not be like the other nations you are my own people i have purchased you i have made you a a holy nation so you are to obey me and not be like other nations and if you want to be prosperous and if you want to um 
remain in the land you have to abide by the commands that I give you. God warns them, right? But the people do not listen. And they're stiffening. They, 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 they stiffened their neck. And, but God is merciful, right? And he was ready to forgive every time we read um, mostly in the books of the prophets. You see that every time God will be calling his people, come back to me. Uh, come back to me. I will forgive you. So he is gracious and merciful. And he is slow to anger. This is God in the Old Testament, remember? Now, in uh, Exodus 34, 6 to 7, God declares, this is God speaking to Moses, right? And when Moses asked to see the face of God and God told him, you have to hide yourself. Now, pause through. Um, he said in Exodus 34, verse 6 to 7, it says, The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and the fourth generation. This is God saying, I am loving and kind. I am slow to anger. I am faithful. I am gracious, merciful. However, I do not tolerate evildoers. Right? So God is loving, but he is also just. He does not tolerate evil. And in him being just, he has to punish evil. In another example that we can uh, look at is in Jonah. In the story of Jonah, God uh, sends Jonah to city of Nineveh and um, he preaches to them well he first tries to go his own way but he later on goes to the city and um, he preaches to them and they repent and Noah is angry and he's like uh, God asks him why are you angry you know so first of all they repent going back going back they repent and then God uh, say he relented of the disaster that he had he that he would uh, that would have happened to them so the disaster that God was going to send to them he doesn't send it because they had repented now Jonah is angry after that he's like and God asked him are you angry and and, God, and, he, he, and Jonah was like uh this is why i didn't want to come in the first place i know that you're a loving gracious god merciful slots of anger that if those people uh had repented you would uh forgive them you know so jonah knew the character of who god is god is loving and gracious um especially to those who obey him those who follow him those who um listen to his voice calling out and they repent and he also punishes evil right all, all the same in the new testament this is more his love is more revealed and is more apparent in that now he sends his son jesus christ to come and redeem um the world and he says that those who believe in him are saved right so uh we see that 
in the new testament god demonstrates his love more clearly by now coming and putting on flesh and coming to live with people and dying on the cross for sinners right so that those same sinners who believe in him right so those same sinners uh, could now be reconciled to him and those who believe are reconciled to god and in the same uh testament the new testament jesus does speak also about judgment final judgment to be more specific where he is now sitting on the throne on the judgment seat and judging the whole world so we see that um god might not uh, be punishing people like he used to like in the old testament god would punish the nations um like for instance we see that god uh, punishes the canaanites and the the Jebusites and the Hittites who were like in the in the promised land because of their evil doing God punishes them by bringing in the Israelites and they drive them out they kill them and drive them out and then we later on see that the Israelites disobey God and they sin against God and God punishes them by raising up Assyria and um, the and Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon to come after them right to come and to come after them so we see that god used nations to uh fight other nations and to punish other nations and things like that in the new testament now god is the one judging the people on the judgment seat face to face with god and we have to give an account of what we have done and god will either declare us guilty or innocent but to those who believe in jesus christ we are not condemned to those who believe in Jesus Christ. This is our hope that we on the final day shall be found righteous, not because of what we have done, but purely by the grace of God and by what Jesus has already accomplished. So this is who God is, right? Uh, God is loving, He's gracious, He's kind, and He is judge. Do not be fooled that because God is not actively punishing us and sending nations to come and take us into exile today does not mean that god is not judge he shall judge surely not might not be today or tomorrow but we all have uh, we will have final judgment and that day we shall all stand before the judgment seat of christ, uh, of christ. for those who believe in him it shall be a joyful day but for those who don't it shall not be so if you haven't uh given your life to christ or you don't uh, believe in him maybe it's time that you take that step and put your faith in christ jesus nobody has ever believed in jesus and ever regretted it it's the best decision ever i can personally say this for for myself knowing that you do not um have to do anything to earn god's uh, grace knowing that he has already done everything and your life is secure in him and on the final day when he comes back you shall be with him in eternity that is the best joy ever all right thank you for listening 
if you like this please don't forget to share it uh, also you can um get through if you have any questions you can get back to me on via the social lines social media i will link the accounts in the description of the episode so be sure to check that out all right thank you